Welcome to the Blessed Journey. My name is Adam Barillet. Join me as we venture back down the path into nature to discover her magic. Let's learn from the animals, heal with the plants, and feel the crystals. When the moon becomes full, let us gaze up to the stars and find our answers in the darkness. There are so many secrets that Mother Nature has for us. Let's go and find them together. Hello and welcome to The Blessed Journey for another week. This week we're going to be exploring something that's kind of come to me over the last few days and I'd invite you to give it a shot as well. So occasionally inspiration comes in, we're working with different crystals and essential oils and whether it works, whether it doesn't, who knows? Well, let's all find out together. Now, to give you the background, last week you would have listened to the episode on Anise Myrtle. It's an amazing gift from the Australian lands. Well, this is kind of brings in a bit of working with Anise Myrtle and some other essential oils as well. Or, if you're a crystal lover, you can swap out the oils and use crystals. Or, if you love them both, guess what? We can use them together. Now, what we're going to be talking about today is a new crystal or essential oil layout that in order that helps you and supports you in helping with your intuition and inspiration. So in order to do this, we're focusing on four different chakras. Three of them you probably know well, the base, the third eye and the crown. However, the fourth is a bit of a lesser known chakra. We have the seven main chakras, but as we become more sensitive to energy, Different people have started to notice, and collectives of people have started to notice, other chakras or energy points around the body and beyond the body, beneath our feet and above our crown as well. You may have heard me talk about in the past the Earth Star Chakra, the uh, the Soul Star Chakra, and so on. And this is another one like this, but this one's called the Zeal Chakra, spelt Z-E-A-L. Now, it resonates with the color magenta, and it is located at the back of your head, at the occiput, where the spine kind of goes into the skull. And you probably, if you've got your hands spare, give it a bit of a rub right now. So this chakra is sometimes called the jade pillow or the mouth of God. This is an energy center where divine inspiration comes in. And I really love that name, mouth of God, um, which kind of, you know, shows that divine inspiration, the creator, spirit, the universe, whatever it may be, brings inspiration through that energy center. Now you might be thinking, hold on, don't we get that from other chakras? Well, if we look specifically, first of all, at the crown chakra, the crown chakra is to connect you with your sense of spirituality. It does connect you to your angels, your guides, your totems and your ancestors, and maybe guidance will come through there on what you're meant to be doing on this earth. But it doesn't really account for divine inspiration, things that come out of the blue. What about the third eye chakra? Isn't that about intuition? Yeah, the third eye chakra is about our knowingness and actually applying any guidance we receive through the crown chakra in order to know how to apply it into our everyday life. This is the exciting thing about the zeal chakra. When you have that random idea and you don't know where it came from, it's just that divine inspiration, that comes through the zeal chakra. What's really exciting as well is I've found anise myrtle is really good for being a conduit between the zeal chakra 
and the third eye chakra. So it works really well on the third eye chakra, but anise myrtle also can work really great on the zeal chakra. So from zeal chakra, it brings that inspiration into the third eye chakra. So the third eye chakra now combines inspiration, intuition, and intellect to understand the world and to work out how to bring more color to the masterpiece that is your life. Or simply put, it allows you to work out with this inspiration or these ideas of flashes that come into my mind, how do I actually use that in a practical manner so that's beneficial? So what we're going to do is we're going to anoint four different oils on four different energy centers. You can do this for yourself, and I'd encourage you to do it for several days. You might do it before um, the, you know, before healing, before meditation. It would be great to do over the five-day period of the full moon. So the full moon in November is on the 27th. So for the 25th, 26th, 27th, 28th, 29th, try that and see what happens. I'd love to hear back from you on, on how it actually works. So we're going to put a little bit of anise myrtle on our occiput, on our seal chakra. And remember, whenever we're putting oils on our skin, we want to use a carrier oil. Why? One, it's going to actually grab hold of the essential oil and carry it into the body rather than flash or evaporate off. Because when oils do that, they're of no use to us whatsoever because we're, not, we're getting a little smell, but it's not soaking into the skin. Also, we do it to prevent oils' uh, skin sensitivity. After a while, yeah, you can put oils on your skin straight on, and, but after a while, your skin starts to get a little bit fed up with it and will basically chuck the shits. <laughs> and it will, you'll get irritations, rashes, things like that. So if we start off with um, a carrier oil, that's really beneficial. My carrier oil of choice as a general carrier oil is fractionated coconut oil. Why coconut? Well, energetically, coconuts cleanse and purify space. And so fractionated coconut oil especially doTERRA's fractionated coconut oil, which is a really top-class carry oil, absorbs really quickly, doesn't leave you greasy or oily, and it's kind of like that coconut energy is bringing like white light or purifying the area so that the other essential oils have a blank canvas in which to do their magic. So put a little bit of anise myrtle on your occiput. On the crown, we're going to put frankincense. We know that frankincense is an oil of the divine masculine. It's to do with spirit. It's referred to as the king of the oils. It was gifted to Jesus to honor him as a god um, or as a, a mortal being, whereas myrrh was given to him because he was mortal and gold was given to him because he was a king. But frankincense is, you know, it kind of lifts us up and, and has been used, you know, throughout the world for helping us to attain higher spirituality. So we're going to pop that, a dab of that on our crown. On our third eye chakra, we're going to put juniper berry. Now, juniper berry is really, really beautiful for the third eye chakra, one of my favorites. And by popping it there, it not only helps you enhance your intuition, but it also helps you to process the information and it helps you to get rid of the information afterwards. What do I mean by that? Well, what happens is a lot of people that are psychic, intuitive, empathic, is they end up holding on to different information and getting stuck with it and feeling that emotion dragging them down for a long after. Juniper Berry helps you to be a conduit rather than a container. And just like physically, we use juniper berry for uh, urinary health, we use it metaphysically or holistically to help us bring in the information, but then not hold on to it, release it, excrete it. The other great thing about juniper berry, and why it's so great for the third eye chakra, it's my favorite oil for fear. And looking into places 
that we wouldn't normally look in because that's where we find the answers we seek. Now, whether you've been avoiding it, whether you haven't thought of it, whether it's just not on your radar, Juniper Berry takes you into the dark caves of wisdom because that's where the treasure is. If you do, and if you look at what you already know, there's nothing else to learn. But Juniper Berry takes you to the places that you're yet to go, into the shadows, into the unknown, because that's where the growth, that's where the wisdom is. So you can pop a little bit of that on your third eye chakra as part of this anointing ritual. I also love to put a drop of doTERRA's uh, juniper berry in my water, especially when I'm doing tarot readings or any other type of reading, um, to help me, again, help with my intuition, but also to be that conduit. So we've got anise myrtle on our zeal, we've got frankincense on our crown, we've got juniper on our third eye, and finally we're going to put myrrh on our feet. Why myrrh? Well, you've then got that yin-yang balance between frankincense, the divine masculine on the crown, and the very beautiful grounding myrrh, the divine feminine, on the soles of the feet. But something else makes myrrh really, really powerful rather than choosing another grounding essential oil. When I started working with myrrh, I started having these visions, based on the smell of it, of smoke. And I was taken back to the times of the burning, the burning times. This was a period in our history when about 9 million European women were burnt at stakes and punished in other ways for possibly showing any magical or spiritual ability. So I want you to imagine what would have happened to those around that time that maybe had some magical abilities or even didn't. They would have quelled using their intuition or any sign of magic. And if their children at the time possibly showed something oh look we've got a magic wand or look a magic they would have been oh no no we don't show that that gets us in trouble that will get us burnt at the stake so those who survived the burning times are our great 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 grandparents i'm not sure how many generations we need to go back but if you think there was a period in time when that divine feminine power that divine feminine wisdom of listening to our intuition was quelled And that's just been passed on from generation to generation to generation. And when you think about it, you can see where still today it's very prevalent. We honor intellect, which is the masculine, the logic, over the intuition, which is that feeling sense. And if you can't prove it, it can't be real. And we look at sometimes the, um, you know, the teachings of different religious organizations, which will be very much what this is what you do. Not think about what's right with you and follow your own guidance, but let us tell you the intellectually wise, smart thing to do. So when we work with myrrh, myrrh starts to bring back that intuition, that magical aspect of ourselves, so that we can bring the masculine and feminine into harmony and listen to both our intellect and our intuition. One without the other, unchecked, doesn't work. You need both. And this is applied when I'm talking about divine masculine and divine feminine. I'm not just talking about guys and girls and which one you should be working with. We all should be working with both our feminine and our masculine sides, regardless of what gender you identify as. Murray is a really great healer as well. If you don't get along with your mother or there's other women in your life that you're not getting along with or just women in general, you've got a thing against them, Murray can help to heal that as well. Because if you're not embracing the feminine, in others, then you're definitely not going to embrace it in yourself. So that's going to go on the soles of your feet. Try anointing those four different essential oils, anise myrtle on the zeal chakra, frankincense on the crown chakra, juniper berry on the third eye, and you want to put uh, myrrh on both soles of the feet. 
and see what that can do for your intuition. Now for those of you that want to add crystals to this layout or swap out the oils and just use your crystals, what are we going to do? Well, typically with the Zeal Chakra, we would use a magenta colored crystal, what, something like Udialite, spelt E-U-D-I-A-L-Y-T-E. It's got that beautiful magenta color. But because we're kind of working with that inspiration, that divine inspiration aspect right now, I'm going to suggest the crystal Hypothene. Hypothene, which is a black crystal, has these beautiful lines through it that are kind of silvery. And when moved on different angles, you'll get these flashes of silver. So in the darkness, in the blackness, in the quietness, in the stillness and the silence, you get this flash of inspiration. And that's exactly one of the great powers of Hyperthene and why we'd work with it. For that sudden inspiration from somewhere where we're feeling stuck or don't know what to do. So that obviously pairs really beautifully with that Zeal Chakra and what we're doing with the Nice Myrtle here. On the Crown Chakra, you're going to use a ruby. Rubies resonate really beautifully with frankincense. And ideally, if you can get a ruby, rubies are obviously red. You don't need to get a really expensive one. You can get tumbled stones or raw rubies rather affordably. They're not the cheapest, but they're definitely not that won't break the bank. And if you can get one that's kind of more purplish, that would be amazing. Now remember that rubies and sapphires are all the same stone um, from a stone called corundum. And you can, any color corundum is a sapphire, unless it's red, it's called a ruby. So there is actually purple corundum, which would be a purple sapphire. If you happen to find one of them, that would be amazing as well. But if not, you know, Go reddish ruby with a bit of a purple tinge. That'll be really great as well. Um, on the third, uh, why we're going to use that is because it's very much about the empowerment, opening up that, um, you know, feeling that passion, that fire within. It's going to work with that frankincense kind of essence really beautifully or just helping to bring in empowering wisdom because ruby is a stone of nobility. It's associated with Archangel Michael, so it can bring that guidance through the crown chakra. On the third eye chakra, we're going to use tanzanite. Tanzanite is my favorite crystal for intuition and for the third eye chakra. It's a high vibration. It's rare. It's only found in Tanzania at the base of Mount Kilimanjaro. It was discovered a few decades ago. And once it's gone, it's all going to be gone. For that reason, it's actually a really good investment. So diamonds are a bit like cars. When you drive them out of the shop or take them out of the shop, then they lose their value and you'll never be able to get that money back again. But tanzanite, because it's a lot rarer, it will just keep going up in price. So if you're ever thinking about buying an engagement ring or a wedding ring or any type of ring, tanzanite might be a better option than diamond, if you're looking at the investment. And they're stunning stones as well for their, their bluey um, violet color. Now, tanzanite is often referred to as the workaholic stone, really good for people that have an imbalance in life, um, really crazy and stressful, it slows us all down. And we're probably all working a little bit too much some of the time. And tanzanite helps us to get our priorities in order and know when we are balanced and our life is harmonious, that's when the best guidance comes through. So really good for working with the third eye chakra. On the base chakra, we're going to place two smoky quartzes. Now, smoky quartz comes from the softest of browns all the way through to black, often referred to as Morian quartz when it's black. Go for what you've got or what you're drawn to. There are some smoky quartzes that are a little bit more spiritual, things like celestial smoky quartz. If you happen to have one of them or two of them, that'd be really nice as well because we're kind of working in a spiritual realm here. But just go with what works well for you. 
So you would lay those four crystals on those spots after anointing yourself with those oils on those four energy centers as well. And you could do this if you're doing it for a loved one or a client and you're doing a healing on the table. I would lay there for at least 20 minutes with the crystals. You could do it as you get into bed at night. You might just want to sit on the couch after a big day and do it that way, however you want. And what I'm doing here is I'm delivering a suggestion and I'd love you to try it and I'd love you to get back to me and let me know how it goes. So if you don't have access to all those essential oils and crystals, let me give you some substitutes. Anise myrtle, as I said last week, it's been released in Australia and New Zealand. If you're elsewhere out in the world, guess what? I've been selling, I've been getting it off and selling it off to people all around the world. So if you want some anise myrtle, reach out to me and we can organize to get it to you. But in the meantime, star anise would be a good um, substitute. And if you can't get star anise, then I would possibly go with fennel. So on the crown, if you can't get your hands on a ruby, then probably an amethyst. Again, go for something a little bit more spiritual, like a Vera Cruz, a Brandberg, or an Alessio amethyst would be really nice. Or just a simple amethyst would be fine. Um, what else we got for the... If you can't find tanzanite for your third eye chakra, then you know any of your indigo crystals, lapis lazuli would be a really great one, even blue kyanite. And you should be pretty good for the, um, for the base chakra or the feet for the base chakra, putting it down on the soles of the feet. So as I said before, I'd love you to give this a shot. Interpret it, change it, tweak it, let me know how it goes. Uh, reach out to me because, and, and you know, if, if we're getting good feedback, I'll share it in future episodes and we can all build and maybe we'll improve. Um, you might need to substitute or swap out something because you don't have it that I haven't suggested. Um, Clary Sage is really another good one for diffusing and can really help us to listen to our inner guidance as well. So... In this one, we're kind of trying to bring in inner um, or inspiration from the divine, so we might not want Clary Sage, but you might be driven to give that a shot as well. But that's all for this week. You've got some homework. Go have a play and let me know how you go. Until then, take care of yourself, take care of each other, and take care of Mother Earth, who gives us these amazing crystals and essential oils that allow us to play and explore our spirituality. Thank you so much for joining me on the Blessed Journey today. I hope what we've explored has helped to ignite a light within you so that you may shine a little bit brighter out in the world. Feel free to subscribe so you get notified of future episodes and I love receiving your five-star reviews and reading your comments. Until the next episode, check me out on social media. Go to adambarillet.com. Find me under Adam Barillet at YouTube and Instagram as well as Crystal Connections with Adam Barillet on Facebook. I look forward to joining you again soon. Blessed be.